game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Another week in the books for the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverine Athletic Programs, and we're going to have a chance to catch up with all the coaches and activities director Norm Gallant, who joins us after this. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. Play ball! Booyah! We're back Next up with on more Wolverines, Wolverines Weekly. Weekly. We're talking KWAD. with head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, as of Friday morning when we're recording this interview, you still got to probably be feeling pretty darn good about an overtime victory in Aiken. Talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, we had a uh, long, probably one of our longer road trips, to be honest, of the uh, season last night going over to Aiken. Um, and Aiken's a tough team. Uh, they're sitting at 500. They've played a lot of good teams, um, so they're very battle-tested. And we knew it wasn't going to be an easy game, especially on the road. And our boys went over there, and we competed hard. Uh, I think we were up by one at halftime, and it's kind of a back-and-forth game all the second half. I think our largest deficit, we were down with like seven minutes to go, down nine. Um, And the boys just, we called a timeout and just kind of rallied together and got some big stops and made some shots. And uh, we were able to get a big stop at the end of regulation to force overtime. And then in overtime, uh, they actually started on a 4-0 run. So we were down four right away in overtime, but uh, kind of chipped back at it. And uh, with 30 seconds to go, we called a timeout, and we were down by one. Uh, the play was designed to kind of get a little inside look, and we ended up missing that look. Uh, but a couple tip balls and deflections by our guys, we were able to get the offensive board and skipped it over to Peyton Church, and he knocked down a huge three for us with 10 seconds to go. Uh, gave us a two-point lead, and it came down to another stop on defense, and we were able to get it and got to celebrate a little bit and have a fun ride home. And like we were talking a little bit about off-air, you know, that bus ride, it's pretty long all the way from Wadena to Aiken, but it uh, doesn't seem as long when you have a, have an exciting win like that. And I, I guess just with that win, I mean, it's overtime, it's back and forth. Like you said, you needed to get some stops, some clutch baskets. How important of a win is that uh, just in learning how to win and getting a tough win and just kind of that, like you said, battle-tested aspect? Yeah, it was huge. Uh, you look kind of at our games this year. We really haven't had any like tight, close games. Um, you know, our, our wins coming against the Monaga, Verndale, Mills, um, Bertha, Staples. I think, I mean, Staples, I guess our first game of the year was pretty close, but everything else and even our losses, they haven't been those tight one or two possession games. Um, we're being able to be in those games, I think, and just getting the experience of those clutch stops or those clutch offensive opportunities. Um, I think that pays a lot of dividends going forward. Um, those are the types of things that, yeah, you can try to simulate in practice, but um, come crunch time with the lights on you on a Thursday night or a Friday night and game day, uh, completely different than on a, than a 3.30 in a practice on a Monday, um, where the more the more games that we can be in that, and especially coming out on the winning end, uh, I think it's just going to not just better our guys for the playoff stretch. And like you said, too, down 4 nothing to start overtime, able to just kind of take a breather and, and able to persevere and come out with the win, just important for that squad as well. And also, uh, a Coach, just with uh, Church hitting that shot late in the game, just uh, what does it say to him just to kind of have the ice in his veins, if you will, to be able to bury that shot late? Yeah, Peyton's one that uh, he'd be the first one to say it uh, so far this year. Uh, this last week has looked better, um, but so far this year, he would definitely say 
uh, that he's not being, um, you know, the player that he knows he's capable of being. Um, and he's been working hard in the gym, getting some extra time in the gym uh, outside of our practice time, just trying to get uh, back to who he feels like he can be. Uh, and last night uh, he, he didn't have a great game. I mean, he had a solid game, made some big shots for us, big plays. Um, but like two possessions prior to him hitting the shot, uh, he had one where we got it into him inside and he turned to pass. And it looked like he threw it right to uh, an Aiken gobbler. And it came down, we had to follow him. And uh, he was talking to me, you know, just while they were shooting a free throw or whatever. And, you know, we just kept telling him, hey, next play, next play, you're going to get a shot. You're going to get an opportunity here, just next play. Um, and then as that skip pass from Kobe Snyder came to him, I mean, he caught that in perfect rhythm. And I, I don't care who we're playing or what the score is, uh, Peyton Church is on our team and he's catching that in rhythm. Uh, we want him shooting that 100 times out of 100 times. And uh, we felt very confident and it was nothing but nets. And uh, he was pretty pumped after the game. And what was that locker room like? You mentioned him being pumped, but I'm sure it was just uh, a whole bunch of guys. I mean, a close, hard-fought overtime win on the road. Uh, how fun was that locker room and bus ride home? Oh, it was a blast. I, I could I could barely get in there in the locker room with all the jumping around and pushing and shoving going and excitement. Uh, you know, it was a fun thing. And one thing I reminded the guys, uh, I think we only we might have only played like seven deep last night. Um, but with 15 guys on the roster, I mean, especially on the road, a farther game where we don't have a lot of uh, fans traveling to that game, uh, those bench guys that maybe even didn't get in at all, they play a huge role just in the energy and the enthusiasm that's happening throughout the gym. Um, so we, we gave credit to everybody up and down the roster last night. Um, my assistant coaches did a great job. This was kind of their game that they were put in charge of um, for scouting and doing film work on. And, uh, Everything just kind of worked out, and it was a great feeling to get that win. And then you also had a game earlier in the week against the Braves. You were able to come out on top in that one. What would you like in that game? Yeah, against Monaga, I thought our offense really looked well. Um, we The week before when we lost to Henning, uh, I remember talking a little bit, I think last Friday to you, about we got to get our offense moving a little bit better and get more movement. Um, and Tuesday against Monaga, I thought we, we moved and played really well. Uh, I think it was... I'd have to double-check, but I think it was our highest-scoring output of the year. I thought I had to see. Sorry about that. <laughs> but our highest output of the year. Um, and defensively, uh, we got to give credit to where credit's due. Monaga made a lot of shots. They shot almost 50% from three-point land. Um, so when we were we were kind of pulling away, we get to about a 12-, 15-point lead. All of a sudden, they make a couple shots. It's back to a 10- or 9-point game where uh, we can never just really put them away. Uh, they kept hanging around, but... Overall, our guys played a pretty solid game, and uh, we're, we're happy to be 2-0 on the week. And now as you uh, have that Park Region Conference game and Pillager have a chance to get two conference wins in the week, uh, Coach, for us to be talking here next Friday and uh, and to get those two games, those two wins in the PRC, uh, what do you guys got to do in Pillager to get the win? Yeah, Pillager is a team that's always been big, tough, and physical. Um, right now, they're, they're kind of the scouting report we have on them is that they're they're struggling to shoot outside. Um, so we're really going to pack some bodies inside to make sure that we can hold them to one shot, uh, make them prove that they can beat us from outside. Uh, but their 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 niche this year has been that they just put up shots and they have some big big bodied guys that just go flying and crashing into uh, both ends on defense and offensive ends of getting rebounds. Where our our big goal tonight, if we if we come away with a big win, it's because we rebounded really really well. Um, if we don't win, it's because we gave up a ton of offensive rebounds, second-chance points to Pillager. Um, so pregame talk, everything, all the focus is just going to be on us winning those effort plays of getting rebounds and keeping their big guys out of there. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, great to catch up with you. Congrats on the nice week so far, and we look forward to chatting with you again next week. Appreciate it, CJ. See you next week. The Wolverine boys basketball team hosted Monaga on Tuesday night, and then we flipped over to Thursday when the girls basketball team hosted the Braves. And why don't we catch up with the girls basketball team and see how that game went. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. And coach had a uh, late game finish against Monaga. Just talk a little bit about how that game went on Thursday night. Yeah, I thought we got to a got off to a very slow start. Um, we weren't very disciplined offensively. We were taking taking quick and, and early shots in the shot clock, which benefits a, a good disciplined Monaga team who was able to take advantage and, and get out in transition against us and get some good looks. And um, you know they were you know working through their offense while we were um, kind of settling for for not the great shots that we want. So. Um, I thought we battled back there in the, in the first half and had a good response and, and played more more fundamental basketball, got some good looks, and, and took the lead. Had a lead throughout the, the second half um, and did started doing a lot of good things. Um, but, you know, there, there towards the end, we, uh, you know, in those, those crucial moments, we lost, we lost uh, our, our senior point guard, Allie Pavic, to, a, to an injury. Um, you know, no excuse, but we... Uh, Ended up not making super great decisions down the stretch and had a lot of unforced turnovers that, you know, are very uncharacteristic of us and which ultimately led to, to them, them capitalizing on those. And, you know, we didn't, didn't shoot the ball incredibly well. And, and that's, that's what, that's how the game goes, you know? So, um, effort was, was pretty good. I thought defensively we did a lot of good things, but you can't, you can't have, you know, 19 turnovers and, and expect to, to win games. And then looking in that game as well, a couple pos- positives for you guys. Uh, uh, Peyton Gravel coming away with 17 rebounds, according to my count. Uh, just uh, talk about how impressive she's been down low in the post and how much she's kind of grown in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, an absolute animal on the boards, and she has been all year. And um, it's been an incredibly consistent effort from her. Um, you know, she's just kind of carrying us on the on the rebound side of things, and and we absolutely need it, and she uh, has been doing a great job with that and um, knows that rebounding is kind of just a a mentality. It's an attitude, and she has that attitude. She has that mentality, and for her to do it as as an eighth grader and uh, really lead us in that way has been awesome to see. And now looking at that kind of late-game finish against Monaga, obviously not the result you guys wanted, but how important was it to get uh, your team in that situation of a late game, close, like take the timeout, drop the play, run it? Like how important is that experience for the rest of the season? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredibly important. You want to play – well, I guess you don't want to play in those close games, but you want to you wanna be – have experience with those close games and, and, and know time and score in different situations and kind of understand the flow of the game and what we need and when. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to experience those things, like you said. And so, um, you know, it is a loss, but it's also a learning experience. And um, we got to know how to, to better handle those, those situations. Um, not just players, as coach do. I, there's, there's a few times, you know, where, Maybe I, I need to take a timeout and, and, and settle us down. So it's not not putting it all on our players. It's all of us that need to be better overall in those situations. But like you said, it's good good to experience those things. 
And you talked a little bit about shot selection, about uh, taking shots early in the shot clock. And, you know, that's something in Park Region Conference games this year. You're using that shot clock before it becomes official in every game next year. How have you seen that impact, uh, not just uh, how you guys play, but also maybe how your opponents play? How has the shot clock impacted uh, Park Region Conference girls basketball this year? Yeah, I think it's benefited everybody. It really has. You know, it uh, it, it better... Um, improves the flow of the game, um, you know, especially towards the end of a game um, when there's a couple minutes left. You know, you can't just kind of take time off the clock and, and run it out. You gotta, you gotta still run your stuff and, and execute offensively and, and get good looks. Otherwise, um, you know, the other team can can benefit off that. So um, it's, it really hasn't come into play, honestly, like a whole lot. You know, um, just mainly in those those final final stretches the final few minutes and um i think it's it's been great for for the game as far as as flow and and keeping things moving and you talked yesterday in our pregame interview before that game against the Braves uh, about the difference between a good shot and a great shot. And I kind of want you to expand on that a little bit here for those listening. What is the difference between a good shot and a great shot? And just how are you guys working on uh, on making that possible? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think our, our team and, and we understand that um, we can get good shots um, at, at any time, right? Um, nobody has really been forcing any bad shots. So I think that's the first thing to understand is, is nobody's taking bad shots. But we have to understand, like, if if we take a quick shot in, in the shot clock, it's not like making the defense work at all. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're coming down, they're, they're getting, getting set, and we're taking a shot, and we're almost doing them a favor by not making them work defensively. And then we get out of position, and then, um, you know, those, those quick early shots are lower percentage, which – you know, forces a missed shot, which forces some long rebounds, um, and then they're able to get out and go against us. So it affects everything. Everything's just kind of connected there, um, and it's really just coming down to to making the defense work. And um, you know, if if we have a an open shot, we want to take it still. But um, it's really understanding. You know, are we contested? Are we not contested? Uh, have we been kind of rolling offensively, or do we need a, a really, really good look as far as the game flow. We need to, there's just all sorts of different factors that go into it, and, and it's a learning experience, and, and we'll get better with that. Last question for you here, Coach. You have a quick turnaround now hosting Frazee uh, this Friday night, so what are you guys going to have to do to get the win so people listening on Saturday morning uh, uh, can look back on it. If they want to see a win, what happened? Yeah, we got to bounce back right away here. You know, So that's that's kind of the, the good good thing about the basketball season is, you know, win or loss, you, you know, you just kind of move on and here we go. Another, another chance to, to get back after it. And so it's going to be another challenge with Frazee. They're a, they're a team that, um, although their record doesn't indicate it is very, very tough. They're, they're, you know, athletic. They got a couple of nice players, got a nice shooter. And then, um, the Sonnenberg number 30, she's a, she's a freshman, but she, she really plays well. She's aggressive, um, can score it, and they run some different defenses and, and try and trap you and try and force some chaos. So that's going to be a challenge. Every game is a challenge, you know, and, and we have to maintain our composure, take, take better care of the ball tonight than, than last night and, uh, and execute, um, execute our stuff and then hopefully knock some shots down and, and get after them defensively. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks for the time, and we look forward to chatting with you again next week. Sounds good, TJ. Thank you. Both basketball teams, the boys and girls, have been in some late game situations and trying to learn how to navigate through that. Whether you win or lose, it's still important to be in that spot and to get that experience so you know what to do the next time you come in a situation like that. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk with head boys hockey coach Scott Woods, head wrestling coach Brad Woolham, and our Wolverine Player of the Week, Cole Woods, as he talks about his 100th career point in hockey. It's all coming up on Wolverines Weekly. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And coach, a quiet week for you guys, but what have you been up to? Well, <laughs> we just had a week where we were only supposed to have one game and we ended up having to postpone to, for multiple reasons. And um, so we just try and make the best of it. And we, um, Actually, Monday, either way, we would have had practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and once a year we try and surprise the, the team with just some different activities and things that we do. But they've they've kind of, kind of come to know that we take them bowling at least once a year as a fun team activity. So we've sprung that on them on Monday and had a good time. It's just I think it's a good thing when your team to get them away from, you know, whatever facility you're normally using and just put them up on different teams and just get them hanging out together and, and talking about something totally different from what you're normally working on. and just kind of a good good team escape thing i think it goes a long ways in the season and and it's memorable for the kids i think that's a big part of it too um so we did that monday and then had a couple good practices on tuesday and wednesday and some good competitive uh hard-working practices and tried to do a lot of game like you know we call them small games and stuff that are within the game to keep things um you know competitive and to keep their edge and um did that as best we could and then yesterday we um kind of really threw another fun surprise at them and just uh, did a movie together, you know, just kind of a good sports center, you know, movie that's uh, inspirational and kind of keep them focused on the right things. And, and then uh, today we'll, you know, today being Friday for us, we'll uh, just go have a good skate and a good workout and kind of get ready to move into next week. And, you know, there's a there's a big balance, especially when you're in the middle of January, it's cold, it can feel kind of long in the winter, school's back in session, and, and all that. And just, you mentioned it, but just how important is it for, for that kind of mental break and for everyone in the middle of the season just to kind of hit reset and try and rest up for uh, a stretch ahead? I just, I think it's really important. I think sometimes people don't see that. That's, uh, you know, like on one hand, we talk about you can always get better. We just talked about that on the last show, that you can find ways to improve no matter how far along you are, even if you're a senior in January. But there's a fine line also of, of how much better are you going to get by having one more practice. That was kind of our theme Monday with the bowling, is, is one more practice going to make us that much better versus, you know, keeping you mentally strong, physically strong, getting some rest, doing something totally different with your body and I think it goes a long ways, you know, I think over the years, I think when I first started, we were so diehard, we were afraid to ever take a day off. And and I think we've just learned from that, that whether it's completely just given a three day weekend or doing something totally different, um, to me makes a huge difference in the long term of the season. And now as you look forward to next week, have a couple of games on the schedule, uh, just kind of what's the expectation uh, when you pick up games here in the following week? Well, I think that's the biggest thing is now we just got to ramp it back up again because it's going to get busy. You know, we have two, and now the, the Prairie Center game from this Thursday got moved to next Saturday, so it, it's going to be two to three games a week now. So we just 
we got to go with it at this point and and um injuries or illness or whatever it is we're just going to have to tough through it because it gets pretty tough to postpone anymore and change games so you know you deal with it when you you can and make the best of it but at that point it's just go time and and i think that's what you do is you give them whatever refresher you can and then you go and after that when you get real busy it's you know, your refreshers are, you know, maybe a shorter skate. You know, when I get late in the season, we tend to try and shorten up practice a little bit. You know, we get pregame skates where they're they're going to be a lot lighter but focused and just, you know, on the, on the opponent the next day, almost like a walkthrough type thing you might do in football. You know, so we just, all we can do is adapt and adjust as best we can and try and make a good run late in the season. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, thanks for the time on a, a quiet week for you guys, but still a fun week and trying to keep things uh, light throughout the season. Great to talk with you, and we'll chat at you again next week. Sounds good. Good to talk to you. Something that's been a theme for coaches throughout the winter, especially in a Minnesota winter, is always, you know, it can feel long, it can feel dreary, the sun's down early, it's cold, it's all that kind of stuff, and importantly, taking those mental health breaks and just kind of hitting a refresh button so everybody can hit it strong next week, and that's the plan for WDC Hockey, plus making some fun memories along the way with a movie, with going out bowling, and that's what high school sports are about is making those memories. So now we go from the rink. We're going to go to the mat and check in with the WDC wrestling team. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Woolham. And, Coach, what's been going on the last week with your team? We've had a very busy schedule this early part of January. Uh, we've had, I think, we had five matches that first week back from the holiday break, and we had... Uh, See here. Try this Tuesday the twelfth. Try on, or no, sorry, try on Tuesday the tenth, and try on Thursday the twelfth. And now a tournament in Parker's Prairie on Saturday. So a lot of events in two weeks. For the schedule with a busy week like this, how do you guys approach it? And just kind of what's the emphasis uh, uh, with all this stuff going on in one week? Um, a lot of it is, you know, we knew on the dual aspect that uh, all the duels were going to be just, you know against really solid opponents. Um, so the best their message to the kids was just put your best performance out there um, and just, you know, learn what you can from those matches. A lot of, a lot of state-ranked teams, a lot of state-ranked opponents, um, and just having that good, positive mindset. Um, you know, and for the most part, I, I think we wrestled as well as we could have. Um, unfortunately, we had just had kids get hurt during practice, uh, not necessarily during matches that, um, even the the slight the few practices we had, taking them easy, but uh, there's still just a lot of bumps and bruises, and got a lot of kids sitting out. And so now, as you look in through this week, and you're getting ready for that tournament, like you said, Berth Hugh of Verndale Parkers Prairie hosting, and and what's the emphasis going into that tournament? Just what are you looking forward to in your kids? There's just a few uh, a few uh, key matchups on the individual side. Um, the, the big thing is for our, our JV kids. Uh, you know, the varsity, we're going to be really light. We're going to have some kids sit out just to nurse back some injuries and stuff like that. Um, but the, the, the tournament, you know, mainly for those seventh or ninth graders, get some more mat time, some good quality mat time uh, before, before the dual season ends. Um, so just that mindset is just kind of, you know, make it through the tournament. Let's just learn some things and then um, just be ready for that that uh, postseason tournament, which is not very far away. 
And now as you're looking for, like you said, the postseason tournament not very far away, you're trying to get some of these uh, kids ready. Just how important is it to get these matches underneath their belt for these young kids and just keep developing and keep growing? And what's just kind of an area or maybe, I guess, just what's the how important is it for those kids to get that experience? Um, it's super important. Every athlete is hitting a mid-season slump right now. Um, the best wrestlers in the state, the best teams. You know, we just faced West Central Area, Ashby, Brandon, and Evansville, and uh, they took third in state last year as a team, and they just dropped three duels within a week's time. Um, and those kids are not used to losing, you know, and so the great teams, and then there's teams that are, you know, up and coming like us. You know, they, they everybody's got this grind right now. Um, you know, they've got their weight pretty much under control they're in shape but now it's just the body has been beat on for uh nine weeks now so they're just you know they're they're just taking the lump so it's just important to keep grinding through it and uh within two weeks here we'll be through it and as a coaching staff like you said it's the mid-january kind of swoon you're trying to help kids hammer through it for you as a coaching staff uh just what's that line between trying to make sure you're pushing these kids making sure that they're getting better doing all the things that they need to do working hard while also making sure that they don't wear themselves too thin yeah it's definitely a delicate balance um you know because if you push them too hard you're going to get uh kids quitting and stuff like that and you know um i think like I said, uh, we've had probably uh, have got k- 10 kids sitting out. I wouldn't say it's because we're pushing them too hard. They've all just been very freak things, you know, torn meniscus, uh, hurt rotator cuff, concussions. They've all just been just like freak accidents. But as coaches, what we do is the three of us uh, just talk. Um, you know, we try and kind of pick kids so we can do like small one-on-one. The kids don't even know it, but uh, we kind of pick you know, we break all the kids in the roster up into little groups, and we just make sure we uh, talk to those kids individually, just do mental checks, um, you know, during a match when they're wrestling. Um, they're paying extra close attention on, you know, technical things and mental things. So as a coaching staff, we just try and group some kids, get them that one-on-one attention that they really need this time of year. And last question for you here, Coach, as you've looked in now the first couple weeks of January, who have been a couple of the wrestlers that have really stood out to you and you kind of said, you know what, this guy's really working his tail off in mid-January? You know, two guys uh, right away at the start of the month. Um, Brandon Wheeler really came out hot uh, after Christmas break there, which is good for him. You know, he's a senior, 182 pounds, you know, tough tough weight class. Um, you know, he, he gets some hammers once in a while. Uh, like at Long Prairie, he's a really good guy. Um, so Brandon's had a really good month. That's been awesome to see. Uh, Brett Ranky, brand new senior also. Uh, he too, you know, you wouldn't know it um, based on box scores, but man, he's really starting to turn a corner for a kid that hasn't wrestled a lot in his life. Um, just his sheer strength, uh, coachability um, is really helping him, you know, push through and progress this season. So Brandon Wheeler and Brett Ranky have been doing outstanding jobs as uh, seniors and just leaders in general. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, thanks for the time this week, and best of luck as you head into the next week, and we look forward to recapping it with you then. Yeah, thanks, CJ.
Another busy week for Coach Wollum and the WDC wrestling team, having all those matches throughout the week, and then, of course, the tournament today at Bertha Hewitt Verndale Parker's Prairie. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we're going to chat with our player of the week. It's Cole Woods, a senior on the boys' hockey team, who recently got his 100th career point as well as a hat trick, and you're going to want to hear that. Stick around. It's Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a senior on the boys' hockey team. It's Cole Woods. Cole, how's your season been going so far? It's been going good, yeah. We've been very successful this season compared to past seasons and really took that extra step. We got... A lot of wins this year and a lot of growth from the team. The team chemistry is very good this year, and everybody's working really well together, so that's awesome to see. What's it like being out there every day with your teammates? Oh, it's so fun. I'm going to miss it a lot, being that I'm a senior. It's going to really suck to not have that anymore because it's like a family out there. It's it's so much fun being out there with all the the boys, and you know, I just love the sport, and playing with them just makes it that much better. Cole, what do you love so much about playing hockey? It's... Hard to explain. I don't know. I just I I love the sport so much. I've been playing since I could walk pretty much, and I just love being out there and just being with. I I love being with the boys and like just that community. It's it's just really fun. It all comes together really well. Cole, a few weeks ago, you were able to notch a hat trick. Just talk about uh, what was going through your head that game, and just how cool of a memory that was. Oh, that was awesome. It's it's been a while since I got one, and I've. I've been very close a lot of times, and then finally one night, for some reason, it just the puck wanted to find me and ended up putting it in. It, it helped a lot to have my line mates. They moved the puck really well, so it helped a lot, and it was just, yeah, that was a fun time. And not only that, but on December 29th against Little Falls, you were able to go down in WDC history in the 100-point club. Cole, how much did it mean to you to reach that milestone? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. It's, it's been something I've been working for for a while, but also something that's been in the back of my head, and it's... it's it's good to finally get that off my chest and hit that achievement, and I can worry about other things. And yeah, it was it was really cool. Is that something you had as a goal when you started playing hockey? Is that a hundred points? Was that something you ever thought you could get to, or is that just kind of you're like, oh my gosh, like I I got to this point? What was that like for you? Oh uh, yeah, I just as I grew up, I kind of was known of it, and then uh, found out about it, and just I was watching like past players like Max Phillips. I watched him hit his late and padded. I was on the team when he hit his, and once I. Once I saw that, I kind of thought, well, I mean, that'd be really cool if I could do that like them, join them in that in that club. And ever since then, I've just been working to get towards that and try not to worry too much about it and let it come to me. You guys have been having a great season so far. How far do you think this can go? What are your goals for the team going forward? I think our goal is to really keep getting out, keep pushing out wins and see how high we can get our record to be. And then for playoffs, we, we really want to make a run in playoffs, try and get far, and maybe even make it to the X to the state tournament. I think that's our overall big goal. and That would just be crazy to make it there. It's been a dream since I was little to play there. So I'd say that's our goal is to try and make it to the XL Energy Center for the state tournament. We're talking with our Wolverine Player of the Week, a senior on the boys' hockey team, Cole Woods. Cole, thanks so much for giving us your time, and best of luck the rest of the season. Yep, thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.